Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we dive into whether shorter work weeks make any economic sense. It's Friday. Most of us are probably hunched over our desks working and we're dreaming about the weekend. But in the UK, Iceland and Belgium, some people are already spending time with their families. They're having elaborate lunches in the parks and even volunteering at their local charities. Their weekends has already begun. These folks are living the four-day work week fantasy in real life. Now some people reading this will scoff at this idea. They'll call it insane and say that it's bad for the economy. And some others will even go as far as to say, look at this absurdity. This is why there aren't great tech companies from Europe. Yes, this conversation happens all the time on Twitter. But just think about it for a moment. Did you ever pause to wonder how you got to a five-day work week in the first place? So back in the 1800s, such a concept was quite alien. US factory workers were always hard at work. The employer dictated the terms and it could be 14 or a 16-hour day. Maybe it would even be a 7-day week. And at some point, people had enough. They banded together and organized strikes. They even had a slogan, 8 hours for work, 8 hours for rest, 8 hours for what we will. But most employers didn't budge. A few trials happened in England and the US for a shorter work week, but it took a decision by Henry Ford, the man behind the Ford Motor Company in 1926 to propel the change. He cut the work week from 48 hours to 40. And some people say it wasn't really union pressure that forced his hand. Rather, he understood that a 40-hour work week would make employees happier and actually could boost productivity. But guess what actually gave a huge boost to the 5-day work week? The Great Depression. You see, the unemployment was through the roof. The US economy was in the doldrums. And the folks in power thought the solution was if people worked less, the workload could be shared with the unemployed. It would at least lead to shared prosperity. But pretty soon, people realized that this worked better for everyone. And in 1938, the US passed a law mandating the now ubiquitous 8 hours a day for 5 days schedule. Did it hurt economic output? Not in the least bit. Countries showed phenomenal growth rates in the decades to come, and worker productivity soared. Alright, so what's the deal with the four-day work week then? Well, it's still quite early to tell, but the results seem promising for now. For instance, Microsoft trialed it out in Japan in 2019 and found a 40% boost in worker productivity. In the UK, employers found that rising employee satisfaction and falling employee sickness actually resulted in savings of 2% of their sales each year. Maybe because they didn't have a deal with attrition and training costs for new employees. And when the UAE implemented a 4.5-day work week for all government employees, the results were quite outstanding. Absenteeism reduced by 55% and 70% of folks said they felt more productive and efficient at work, simply because people were happier. Wait. This can't possibly work in the service industry though, right? In hotels and hospitals and such? Well, let's look at the case of a nursing home in the US that was struggling with employee attrition. The nursing staff was exhausted by the long hours, which also didn't pay much. So the bosses decided to reduce the working hours to 30 a week. But the staff got paid for the full 40 hours. Sure, they had to hire more staff to make up for this. And that led to an increase in costs. But there was an indirect benefit. The end result was the infection rates for patients in the nursing homes dropped and they felt more cared for. You would think that's good for business, right? So yes, fewer hours seem to be a win-win for everyone, at least in most cases.
But here's something that we bet you didn't know. Four-day work weeks aren't really a new idea. No. In fact, in 1956, Richard Nixon, the then US Vice President, actually floated the idea. And when the 1960s rolled around, more people were clamoring for six-hour days or shorter work weeks. So why didn't the idea become more widespread? For one, there's the economic aspect. The economists plotted the hours worked against productivity per hour and found an inverse correlation. Fewer the hours, greater the output. Seems reasonable, right? People are less burnt out and put in more effort. But as Penn Cavill of Stanford University points out, this is only valid if the initial number of hours worked itself is extremely high. Beyond a point, dropping the hours actually doesn't boost productivity since people are more or less well-rested. So dropping down from a manageable 40 hours a week to less may not move the productivity needle by much in the long run. But not everyone listens to economists, right? So there must be something else. And that's the social aspect. Historian Benjamin Honeycutt has a theory about changing culture. Job became a religion-like source of meaning for many people. Also, the blossoming of advertising and consumerism around this same time, which set people on a course of working more in order to buy more. So that's the infinite loop we all find ourselves in even today. Anyway, the four-day work week might not be all that workers hope for. After all, if you end up packing in more hours of work every day to get to the same output, it could actually hurt your work-life balance in a big way. Your daily activities can be severely dented. You might start work at the crack of dawn and end after sunset, and this leaves you with no time at all on a weekday. You might end up feeling more burnt out over the long run. And since most four-day workweek trials don't have enough history, we can't accurately gauge this impact too. Also, from an organization's point of view, bosses are also worried that if people are laser-focused on efficiency every day, it could lead to less socializing at work. This would have a negative impact on knowledge sharing in the long run, and it could hurt the organization's culture too. So yes, it's quite a tricky situation, and it might be a while before we reach some sort of consensus. What are your thoughts on a four-day work week? Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.